everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jin, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. How's it going, GR Dad? Good. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. We started this podcast. We recorded for like 10 minutes. And then I was like, GarageBand just threw an error. And then I looked and then like five of those 10 minutes hadn't recorded anything. And then I played back. It what? was the best five minutes we've ever had. <laughs> and it's lost now forever. I played back the first five minutes that did record, and they're extremely haunted. Like, the voices of the damned are in it. Well, it starts out as Muppet-like, like Ernie Bert. It's real <laughs> It's real spooky. Uh, I think we're going to release it as the bonus pod for the Patreons and Super followers this week. So if you would like to hear five minutes of haunted... Progressively haunted. It mm-hmm. starts out sort of weirdly normal, and then it gets really scary (laughs) it's so weird uh all right anyway uh so we're gonna replicate some of it right now the cocktail of the week this week is the empress collins wow it's made in it's a tom collins variant tom collins with empress gin so it's actually exactly a tom collins just with a specific kind of gin now you have to explain what tom collins is and say how this varies (laughs) Almost like I did that already. Uh, The Tom (laughs) Collins is gin, lemon juice, simple syrup, and then topped with club soda. It's a summer drink. It's deliciously fruity and sweet. We've had a number of Collinses as cocktails of the week before, but never a Tom Collins. And then I made it with Empress Gin. So it's called the Empress Collins. And what's special about Empress Gin? Empress Gin is purple. So good. It is infused with butterfly pea flour which is the flower of the butterfly pea plant, which is also purple. But the exciting thing about it is that it's kind of bluish purple when it's in the bottle. And if it mixes with an acid, it turns like pink. And what kind of things are acids? Lemon juice. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so the Tom Col- or the Empress Collins is like a beautiful kind of pink lemonade color. Yeah, but it turned pink as you dropped the lemon juice in there. Yeah. It was... It's like a science experiment. It's like a litmus strip. It is. And then my question is, if you put a base on it, I don't know what a, what is an easy base. I don't know if we can eat bases. Would it turn back <laughs> purple? I'm, like yeah, a litmus good. strip. Foods that are bases. Let's look that up. We didn't do that last time. Not what are basic. Yeah. Foods that are bases. Yeah. List of... Wait, were you going to show me a list? List of acid and base foods. Let's see. Most fruits and vegetables tend to be base food items. Oh, well, there you go. Maybe a potato. based proteins. Meats tend to be acidic. What? Meat is not acid. Meat is meat. I mean, this says that it's not. I mean, it's still going to have a pH. What is basic? All right, hang on. (laughs) Acidic foods. No. (laughs) Some examples of acidic foods are <laughs> meats, eggs, beans, oil seeds, salt, high this, sodium condiments, This is like you're deliberately not listening to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Some foods and vegetables with a negative P-R-A-L. No, that what? That can be beneficial to your health. Wait, negative pH is... These are alkalizing factors. Oh. These aren't actually pH values that they're giving here. Come on. That's all I know. Although diets that are lower in acidic foods have no evidence of lowering acidity in the body. All right. If you want to incorporate alkaline foods into your diet, those are basic foods. You can start with soy, tofu, tempeh, potatoes, herbal teas, 
lentils, potatoes, herbal condiments, olive oil, quinoa, and amaranth. What kind of herbal condiments? It just literally says herbal condiments. <sighs> what would, do we have any of those things you could drop into a drink and not make it disgusting? We're not putting a potato in this drink. Herbal teas, but like literally like I'm we not, could make butterfly pea flower tea and put it in with no, the drink. No, 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 no. Olive oil? It wouldn't be good that you could <laughs> put it in the drink. I just made a face for yeah. everyone's benefit. <laughs> I did the idea of putting olive oil in a drink. No. It's pretty disturbing. I don't like it. Anyway, potato. We'll just drop a freaking slice of potato in there and see what happens. Mix some emperogen with lemon juice and then stir it into some mashed potatoes and see what color it ends up. I already finished my drink. So my science <laughs> capacity is reduced. Fair enough. Uh, anyway, anyway, Empress Collins, uh, you can buy butterfly pea flowers like dried on Amazon and then you can infuse your own spirits with them. So I have right now butterfly pea flower infused coconut rum. That's like a very dark purple. Oh, these words are getting German like. It is. It's a big long thing. You just take a mason jar, like put whatever your spirit is in there and then like drop in one or two flowers and leave it overnight. Just give it a little shake and then it'll be purple in the morning. Do butterfly pea plants make purple peas? They make purple flowers. Purple I don't peas. Know. I don't know if they even make peas. Come on. They're well. called pea plants. <laughs> I mean, they don't make butterflies, and they're called that. They attract butterflies, Jen. You just made that up. You don't know that. I asked some butterflies, and they said <laughs> they love the <laughs> purple plants. Them. They think they're good. Uh, another name for the butterfly pea flower is Asian pigeon wings. Pigeon wings. One word. Asian pigeon wings. Uh, no, no, no. I'm not in love with pea flower plant either, so... Pigeon wings sounds fine. Pigeon wings, though, doesn't evoke classiness. Pigeons. B the butterfly pea vine is a member of the Fabacaceae family. Fabas. The bean family. <laughs> and the seed pods resemble a bean. Pick and eat the pods when young and tender, either raw or in salads or stir fries. They're green, aren't they? I quite often pick a couple pods to eat raw <sighs> while working outside. They have a mild green taste. No. Definitely fresh. I'm looking at the pods. They're like yellowish green. Green is not a taste. Green is a color. You, you don't think stuff tastes green? Well, it's not profesh to say that. <laughs> oh. Well, anyway, the, these are kind of yellowish green pea pods. If you ever grown like yellow green, yellow beans in your garden, I've grown yellow beans. My mom used to grow them a lot. Huh. They look kind of like that. Hmm. So, yes, they do make peas, but more like beans. Not purple peas. <laughs> purple, but they're not purple. Purple they're peas would be the best. That would be interesting. There's purple uh, potatoes. Yeah, they're good. You got me this. Purple carrots. You got me this book on how to make pierogies yeah. with a little pierogi press, and I was looking at it today, and they have a recipe for princess pierogies, uh, and they're like, they're just potato pierogies, you guys, except you like use purple <laughs> potatoes on the inside, well. and then you put something in the dough so it's kind of pink, so it's like this pink dough, and then like this purple, purple inside, and they're like, your kids might like it. Be good for a princess party. <laughs> but it's just a potato. But this is like party. Empress Gin. It's gin, but it's purple. It doesn't taste any different. Butterfly pea flower tea, which you can make with the butterfly pea flowers, <laughs> does not taste like a damn thing. I have made it. I was excited for it. I'm not even a tea person, but I was like, this is going to be cool. And it was extremely boring. Man, that's a long name. That it does cool stuff. It looks good. 
it just does not taste like anything. Yeah, I'm going to lick it and see if it changes color. But <laughs> we'll, we'll do that later. We have a lined up cocktail of the week that's going to use the butterfly pea flower infused coconut rum that I made. God, don't. Can we use an acronym? Now I know why people use acronyms. We should be like the blur rum or the the nurple or whatever. Uh, nurple. <laughs> okay. There's something there because butterfly pea tea flower. infused. Flower. Butterfly pea flower. Oh, it's worse. It's worse. <laughs> All right. I don't want to think. Are you ready for administrative corner? Oh, I love administrative corner. Yes, I yes I am. Okay. Make sure we're still taping. Well, I just did. We're. I think this is where we crapped out last time. (laughs) Good job. Uh, The plushy vinks are shipping. I am very excited about this because there were, as people may recall, there were some donated vinks, so they're for people who didn't order them and therefore weren't you know, are a little bit more surprised by it, I think. And also because I didn't use their email addresses when I ordered them, I used mine. So I'm getting all the notifications that they're arriving and I feel like Santa Claus a little bit. It's very nice. So uh, so that's the Vinks. Plushy Voods is in the works. Um, I share prototype drawings of all of the plushies with the Patreons and super followers. And this week, uh, yesterday, I guess I was getting deposed yesterday and we had a lunch break. And so I was like, I'm going to put up a super follower post. And I posted the plushy foods current prototype and I forgot to click for subscribers only. So everybody got to see it for like an hour. Yes. Which is not terrible. No, it's fine. I mean, you know, it's fine. He's not quite final yet. Um, but we are finishing up probably in the next week, we'll finish the digital prototypes and then the factory will make a couple, however many rounds we need, but usually a couple rounds of prototypes. And uh, then he'll go up and hopefully he'll be available maybe in like September, hopefully in time for Christmas presents. Yeah, it's going to be good. I had I used to work with a law firm lawyer who used to always correct me when I said they were being deposed. He's like, what, were they tyrants? You mean they were sitting for deposition? <laughs> He was a stickler in other oh, ways, too. He was a... What a dick. <laughs> he did that for other things, too. So, you know, <laughs> it was maybe smart-ass, maybe correct, but unnecessary. I was standing. You were, well, you were subject, you were the witness at a deposition. You were giving a deposition, I think, is the correct, perfectly oh. correct way to do it. You were not being <laughs> deposed like a tyrant. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Uh, I stood for the whole nine hours uh, because someday a, my butt won't hurt, but today is not that day. The whole process is, is so very complicated. You did a, an, an amazing thing. Uh, I'm glad it's done. Okay. Speaking of Patreons and super followers, if you uh, would like to see advanced prototypes of the plushies and also dad jokes and biweekly bonus pods and... Little GR Dad explains his world videos. Where this week we had GR Dad marveling at a cart escalator. I, I mean, it's. I feel a little dad-like doing it because it's probably people <laughs> are like, I mean, it's a freaking escalator that takes a cart up up a freaking you know up an escalator too. But it was cool. It had it like kept it level and yeah. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> if you want that fun bonus content, you can subscribe to us on Twitter while it still exists or just follow us on Patreon, which is probably safer. I think you have to sell it another way, which is, you know, 
the the upside is you get the like you know Voods prototypes. The downside is you also then have to be subject to <laughs> dad the jokes. dad jokes and dad explains his world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of the demise of Twitter. Speaking of which, we're on Threads. Are now. you responsible? Did you help? Demise Twitter. I did not. Would you admit? Uh, I mean, I'd probably be proud. I signed an NDA. (laughs) (laughs) No, I haven't had anything to do with that mess. Uh, But we're on Threads, which is the Instagram Twitter knockoff. It is. We're one of the, what, 10 million, 100 million that just joined. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So it's, you know, it's better than Twitter in that it's not dying all the time. (laughs) Uh, It's still kind of a mess. Like the news feed is really terrible. Uh, there's not a desktop version like there's but it's new right they're gonna fix a lot yeah, of that and as a as a layperson on this it looks like twitter and it has the same buttons as twitter and it kind of uh moves like twitter mm-hmm. so you know it's a meta product like from facebook so privacy is gonna probably be all screwed up uh you can't get it in europe now because apparently <laughs> it's not gdpr compliant um you know it is what it is. It will get better. I don't know that it will be great. Uh, but the plan is, even according to Meta, that they're going to integrate it with the Fediverse, so the Federated Social Media, which is basically Mastodon, for those of you who have used it. Um, so if you have a Mastodon account, you can just hang on, and pretty soonish, we don't know when, you're going to be able to follow people on threads from your Mastodon account and people like the Golden Ratio who are on threads will be able to follow your Mastodon account and interact with you just like you can follow people on different Mastodon servers now. That would be great because then you don't have to be, have a threads account. Is that right? That's right. You can look in from your Mastodon account, look into threads. Yes. Without being part of threads this is very interesting you don't I, you don't sell your soul to zuck you can like just open a window and look in <laughs> at the uh at the what's going on on threads i think a, a good parallel way to think about it is like email like i have a gmail account you don't have a gmail account or that your primary email is not gmail but we can still email each other i can send you email from my gmail yeah without me, me having to sign up for gmail yep right so this is kind of like I can have my Threads account and you can have your Mastodon account, but we can still see each other's posts and comment on them. It seems like them. seems like a good solution. I mean, because Mastodon still feels a little lonely, but n- n- mm-hmm. Threads I've noticed, especially over the last few days, a lot of the people I used to follow over Twitter are now on Threads. Yes, um, that's why Threads is good. Yeah, it, it has some real potential for making a relatively painless transition from you know the frying pan of twitter to the (laughs) to the fire of facebook but (laughs) hey if if threads is moderated effectively there's a big win yeah and if it technically works and doesn't you know get wonky all the time also technically win and if you don't have like the crappy blue fake blue checks at the top (laughs) All the time. That's also a win. Yep. Sick of that melon head guy. <laughs> Jeez. All right. So you can find us on threads. We're at the golden ratio for like always. Yep. Um, okay. Speaking of threads. Like. Oh, these transitions are smooth. 
<laughs> today. Smoke. I posted a thread last week on Twitter and threads, actually, um, for my ghost class. So I'm taking a class this semester at Harvard on ghosts. That uh, is so cool that that is a thing. <laughs> it is a super fun class. You got to sit in on part of it today. Inga. Yeah. And uh, so it's a great class. It's an anthropology class. It's super interesting. Uh, and our assignment last week was to write letters to ghosts. And so I did this Twitter thread of a story of me uh, kind of giving tennis balls to ghost hops. Uh, my final project is going to be about uh, ways that you learned, probably as a sleepover if you're a girl, to... Are you leaving, Ingo? Yeah, I have to take a break. Okay. It could just dispose of a scary bug for me wasn't that scary but it was a bug all bugs are scary for the me the scariest bug is the bug that you lose sight of <laughs> <laughs> i didn't want that to happen the bug lived it just went back outside it's free just like one of those jellyfish <laughs> Wee. anyway uh my final project is i want stories of stuff you did that was allegedly going to summon some kind of ghost or spirit so think like chanting bloody mary in the mirror yeah light as a feather hard as, as a, a board bilk. Stiff as a book. book. Okay, stiff as a board. Ouija boards. Like yeah. I want to know stuff that that you grew up doing. <gasps> candles on a pentagram. I mean, if any of you like are like, oh yes, if you put candles on a pentagram and do this thing and it summons a ghost, I want to know about it. Um, so I put a tweet uh, tweet about this on my professional account today at Jen Goldbeck, but you can like DM me or like tweet at me or whatever, email me in any account. And I would like your account for my final project. Yeah. And unfortunately, you know, rolling out a, to a roll of toilet paper and summoning ghost foods doesn't count because it's too easy. I wish that worked. Too easy. I'd be like, come here, ghost foods. <laughs> and then it'd be just like, ow, <laughs> in the background. <laughs> okay. That's it for administrative. Hey, I, I got a question. Yeah. As, you know, the voice of the people... <laughs> What define anthropology? Because I kind of know, but I'm not sure I could explain it. So, which means I don't really understand it. Oh crap! That that's like a test question. No, give me your. Because if you give me your five seconds on it, it'll be freaking much more than I know now. I mean, I would just call it the study of people. Hmm. People's behavior, people's history, people's be uh, thinking. All right, here's a... Culture. A, culture, I think. Here, here are some formal definitions. The study of human societies and cultures and their development and the study of human biological and physiological characteristics and their evolution. Okay. So, the, But the ghost thing fits in there because part of culture is tales we tell and ghost stories and maybe the existence of ghosts, but it's like also how we deal with that. Yeah, it's... This is mostly a folklore class. Like it doesn't have to folklore are stories passed like by word of mouth between people. They're not like formal. They're not top down, right? They're created among people. Um, this is mostly a paranormal folklore class, but we are talking about things like creepy pastas and horror movies also, which is not folklore. It's pop culture. Yeah. Are you going to talk about Blair Witch? Probably. It's a Venn diagram of folklore. I mean, some folklore makes its way into pop culture. 
and vice versa. That sure made its way into pop culture at the time. I mean, it was pop culture, right? People I mean, weren't sure if it was real. That's pretty good. Yeah, but it's just not folklore. It is now. Maybe. There's a, there's a good question to ask there. Oh. Anyway, thank you for explaining. Yeah. Such as it could be. Excellent. Anthropology. Hmm. Yeah. Time for dog updates. Are we done with an administrative corner? Yeah. I don't have anything else, too. Just okay. just so you know. Good. Thanks for checking with me. Is the elevator working? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, God. Tomorrow, they are scheduled to come tomorrow. Ugh, this is even worse because um, there are Florida Lifts vans right next door to us installing a new elevator for our neighbor. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot of screaming. I don't think that's going <laughs> so well. They were yelling a lot today mm, when we were over there. There was some cursing. Yeah. But so, but they're not here. No, well, they're not the repair guys. They're the install guys. Jeez, what a convenient distinction. Why don't they just bring All right, we're not f- going to talk about this. I, I just Rick-a-fricka. wanted to check in. There is no You're elevator. Upset. Okay, yes. Okay, we're moving on. You boost. No, 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 no. You boost. <laughs> carry on. Okay. <laughs> We've had this rant already. Just checking in. Maybe next week, though. This was by way of update, but go on. GR Dog Sitter was here last week. We had a little mini staycation. The dogs were very happy to see her. And then like for two days after she left, Brody kept walking into my office, which is where the dog sitter stays. It like converts to our guest room looking for her. He's a big sweetheart. I was like, why is he going in there? Oh, he's looking for your dog Aww. sitter. That's very <laughs> nice. Um, So they had a great time. We had a, I, my vacation, I would say was fairly relaxing, but I had a lot of stuff looming over me that <laughs> a lot of emails to ignore yeah. is what which is hard to do it just was a build-up of like three days of work that then That's i just had to terrible. do all those days yeah you don't have anyone to pawn it. you're not an organization so you are it yeah um so here's the thing that you guys didn't know we were secrets uh, well yeah they were secrets uh so we went on vacation oh Wednesday, we left Wednesday. We just went to the resort up the road. We stayed at the resort until Friday. And Dear Dogster was going to be here till Saturday. So I was like, you know what? If she's going to be at the house, like, we'll stop by and say hi. And then, like, let's go to Miami one night for dinner, which we did. We went Friday night. We drove up to Miami and went to, <laughs> excuse me, went to dinner. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday. I was there. Uh, yes. Saturday. The plan was, well, what actually happened is we both drove back and hugged on the dogs and everything was fine. Mm -hmm. The plan was I was going to drive back and Inga was going to fly to Maryland because we had been tasked with fostering a bonded pair of Goldens, a mother, daughter, four and two year old pair. For the rescue in D.C. For the rescue group. Great that we work with in D.C. That was the plan. And uh, we had... Plane tickets booked for GR Dad. I got my hopes up. The the mother and daughter team would have been like super interesting. Ingo absolutely had his hopes up, and I was like, you know what? I have uh, I have had it happen before where I'm supposed to pick up dogs to foster, and uh, then the people back out for one reason or another. So I never really count on them coming until I have them. So smart. And sure enough, I had emailed on like 
probably Wednesday, emailed the person who was giving them up and was yep. like, hey, you know, we're just coordinating picking up the dogs and didn't hear back. And then uh, I think... Which is sus. Yeah. Friday, I texted and was like, hey, just making sure what time do you want to meet? And she texted back and was like, oh, you know, we found Actually, somebody else. Yeah, found somebody at church who wants to take the dog. So we don't need you guys to take them anymore. And I was like, okay. Uh, Better than if you had flown up. And then she had decided not to do it. Then I would have grabbed him. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so there were two dogs coming to join the squad. And now the dogs are not coming to join the squad. And we still have this this tiny handful of dogs only four dogs but great is on notice that we want more dogs um especially a bonded pair i mean it was like a week and she's like i have a bonded pair for you and like that was gonna be great but it's interesting how our roles were reversed where i was the optimistic one and you were like the one who's hesitant to 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 invest yeah so anyway lesson you know. learned i will remain a grump not gonna happen <laughs> yeah just something stupid is like bad so things are gonna much, happen so much your normal way of thinking about maybe <laughs> um other than that not much dog updates except that vink didn't escape oh today inga was out at the beach and i was upstairs and i was looking out the window and i just watched her run to i the was fence. yelling at her i was going vink vinkman vink vink she, vink. Know her name, she just wa- <laughs> as proven again Went over to uh, Steak Neighbor's house. Who today was Rib Neighbor. <laughs> he's, she like ran under the dock uh, to see him and he was petting her and he's like, can she have some uh, meat off these ribs? And I was like, sure. What? <laughs> I thought like, he was going to give her like, like... I'm feeding my lobsters. <laughs> I thought he was going to give her like one ribs worth of meat and no. he must have given her like five ribs worth he, of meat. He had a, a, a fist, two almost two fist size slab of rib meat that he just kept <laughs> over that we were talking to him for about 10 minutes and he just kept kind of absent-mindedly giving him giving her bits off of that she was so excited until it was all gone she was like sitting all perfect <sighs> and like her head tipped back and her ears were like sticking straight out to the side like yoda uh, she, it could have been a dog calendar moment i mean but, but she had a clump of meat <laughs> she had so gonna, much meat. we're keeping an eye on this and it was after dinner gremlin. oh the whole thing so much she's <laughs> We're just, she's probably feeling a little full. She she looks like her eyes are a little bit sticking out of her head. She's a little bit over full. Man. <laughs> she's probably like, ah, oh, that was delicious. But man, what a <laughs> lot of meat. <laughs> uh, anyway, that won't yeah. dissuade her. She'll freaking escape O again. Everyone else was super good, though. Nobody like, else came over. I was like, what are they coming over? Brody was in the water. He stayed on his side. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's it for dog updates. We had to reset the clock to reset the escapo meter to, to zero. Zero, yeah. Um, I don't have anything for ramblings. So you don't have anything for ramblings. No, I feel like I rambled a lot already. But you I have a like taste this is of all the keys. Kind of rambles. I do have a taste of the keys. Yes, yes. Hit me. Uh, well, <laughs> no. Um, here is the headline. Research it. Hang on. How do you have everything pulled up? Oh, because you have your computer. I'm trying to do this on my phone. Okay. I'd be efficient on my phone and go. Well, <laughs> you know, that's why you are you. Here's the n- note, the summary. Okay. Two Miami-Dade County men were arrested Tuesday after they were caught stealing hundreds of gallons of used cooking oil. Well, I was not expecting that. Yes. Where, where'd they get it from, Ingo? Herbie's Bar and Chowder House. 
But they pulled up in an they were two uniformed men in an unmarked white van. They pulled up Herbie's bar and chowder house and started siphoning used cooking oil from a holding tank. The suspects, this was 12.27 p.m. on Tuesday, so middle of the day. Broad daylighting. Yeah, but if you have a uniform, you're allowed to siphon anything you want. Yeah, you are. The suspects were stopped shortly thereafter. They smelled of cooking oil. <laughs> the inside of the van appeared to be covered in oil. <laughs> they just pumped it straight into the van? No, there were two 250-gallon containers containing wow. cooking oil and a large pump inside the van. Leaky. The <laughs> business owner stated that he contracts a company to handle the collection and recycling of the used cooking oil from his kitchen and advised the company had not sent anyone. A large sticker on his oil tank stated... The oil is private property. The collection company uses uniformed drivers in marked vehicles. They do not use subcontractors to collect the product, and thieves will be prosecuted. Wow. Well, I don't think they read that sign, or they didn't they abide did by care. it. not care. A representative from the oil company confirmed that the suspects were not employed by the oil company. <laughs> well, we kind of guessed that, didn't we? We did. A representative from the company confirmed that the suspects were not employed by them and wished to prosecute the theft of approximately 300 gallons of used cooking oil worth approximately $1,200. Okay. Both suspects were taken to jail. They were taken to jail. They were taken to jail. So they're just pumping oil out of this tank into their truck and apparently legally doing so. I gotta say, man, like for 500 bucks a piece, that is a fuck of a lot of work. Well, and they're all gonna do covered, crimes. They were covered in oil. <laughs> I feel <laughs> like there's smell. better ways to do crimes. And also, they're not getting the three bucks a gallon on the black market that they would on the white market. No, I mean, it's... They're getting a couple hundred bucks each for, like, pumping out all that oil? So this was 6350 Overseas Highway, so my marker 63. Yeah. This is the van. It's, it's, a, it's a kidnapping van It absolutely no is a white kidnapping van, yeah. And here, the... Um, the note that I saw elsewhere is the Florida Department of Environmental Protection regulates over 200 registered used oil handlers. I did not know this. They were not. These two guys were not that. Well. The recycling companies then turn the used cooking oil into animal feed, biofuels, yay, industrial lubricants, okay, and even detergents. So there is a big market for this stuff. That I knew. Yeah, there's a growing used cooking oil market that experts valued at five almost six billion dollars in 2021 interesting according to fortune business insights analysis that might be worldwide but anyway so this is some 36 year old and a 24 year old Jeez. are facing grand theft charges in monroe county because they you guys they sucked used cooking oil out of a holding tank this is like <laughs> weird niche crime that is a weird niche. i don't crime. have to worry about these guys because they are doing a different kind of crime <laughs> it's okay yeah that's right they're not going to break into our house and take our you know no. what they're welcome to my used bottle of canola oil yeah they won't come for that though they could have it though it's like it'd be good if court. they if they did like house calls and we're like <laughs> we got some used cooking oil to There's steal a court here it's on the street why don't you siphon that off? And they'll be like, yeah, we're stealing this cooking oil. And we'd be like, hey, we got rid of our <laughs> cooking oil. This is this is a good deal. So, yeah, that's a weird little... That is. A good one, Ingo, good one. A weird little note. I only have good ones. when I, If I ever I 
contribute to your topics. <laughs> something I think is worthy of it. Okay. It's time for the German word of the week. It is. And the German word of the week is Katzenyama. Cat pajamas. <laughs> cat wailing. Cat uh -huh. complaining. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Caterwauling, cat yammer. And it can refer to just feeling crappy, being depressed. Just like feeling sorry for yourself, like feeling crappy. But there's a sort of the old-fashioned expression. It also meant you could it could be refer to being hungover. Mm. I mean, Germans need a lot of words for being hungover. Yeah, and you, the sounds you make when you're hungover apparently sound like cats wailing. Oh, I feel so bad. Or it's Why it's a derivation so of kotzenjama, which is which would be throwing up wailing. So oh. you, it's not real clear. So it it has been referring to hungover. Okay. Because the German normal word for being hungover is kata, to have a kata, to have a male cat, to have a tomcat. <laughs> That's, huh. that, that is the German word for being hungover. To yeah. have a hangover is to have a tomcat. Cat. Huh. Tomcat, kata. Okay. Katze is female, huh. kata is male. We don't have that distinction here. A cat, cat and cat. You, cat have for can you can have it for dogs though, right? You can have, you have bitch. What's yeah. the male word? Sire. Oh, I guess if you're being, I mean, that's like. Biological. You can say Rüde und, und Hündin in German. Yeah, in German, the, the German word for. Stud, maybe. Nun, uh, German word for nurse is Krankenschwester, which is gendered, right? It's. it's yeah. Sick um, sister. Sick sister. <laughs> yeah, illness sister. Um, and people have said, why don't we just call the male nurses Krankenbruder? <laughs> <laughs> sickness brother <laughs> and it'd be just like instead what do they like, call the male ones now are they also male Krankenschwester. oh okay that's good i like that yeah i mean it it's fine to do that right it wouldn't be as good if it were if it were all male and you'd be calling them female policemen right or firemen that seems silly man who has it all is an account that does exactly this yes and it's it's kind of like stereotypical misogynist stuff, but presented from the woman's perspective. And so it's all like, woman is just a gender neutral term for person. Like, I don't know why all these male police women get so upset about us calling them that. That's great. And it yeah. highlights our messed up language. And then it's like, oh yeah, that actually does sound pretty dumb. <laughs> yeah. It's a great account. Man, who has it all? Great account. That is a great account. Yep. Yep. Uh, it's anyway. also like men. You can start your morning right <laughs> by eating one carrot, spending five minutes like pondering your stupid face in the mirror <laughs> and moisturizing your penis. And here's what's wrong with your face. Yeah. Yeah. yeah De-emphasize face. It's a great account. De-emphasize your face <laughs> with more hair. Like, want to feel better? Like, wear bright colors. Open parentheses, de-emphasize face, close parentheses. <laughs> <laughs> and high-heeled so, shoes. It's a good account. Man who has it all. Man who has it all. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's one of the Twitter accounts that were worth watching while Twitter was still around. <laughs> um, all right. You got anything for Ingo Corner? Um, people have um, sent us paper cards and <laughs> packages for hops. And we love it's, them. It's very appreciated. No, I love them. And it's, it's nice to have tangible um, condolences. And it, it, you're, all, you're all very nice who did that. 
there's you just were talking about how one of the ways of coping with grief is social interaction or one of the ways with seeking talking with, social support with trauma and also style. grief seeking social support is how you called it because i'm not in that class i don't know this <laughs> vocabulary um but there's something to that where it's if things suck and you're alone, they really suck. If they suck and everyone tells, understands and listens and feels empathetic, they don't suck quite as bad. Yeah, that's right. It's a good way to cope Did I with just stress. sum it up? You, you did a great job. That I'm not the academic here. Excellent summary. I mean, you know, I'm not an egghead who's going to Harvard. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> you are so proud of this. The eggheadedness. <laughs> uh, you're the one who sat through a one-hour lecture on like ghost virtual ghost tour of Harvard Yard today for a class you're not even taking. They're very they're intellectualizing this ghost class very interestingly. It's an actual class. It is not just about ghosts. It, it is not just a guy shining a flashlight on his face going, "Ooh, like scary class, stories." <laughs> that would be my version of it, and no one would take it. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, thanks everyone for listening. And until next time, Slava Ukraini, and don't bite anyone unless they ask you. To. That's right. Bye. Bye.